Welcome back, Cynics, to episode 11 of the Two Cynics podcast. And uh, I'm fighting another another ailment going into this episode. Another sty. I had a, I had a sty this week. What do you have going on? I my face is on fire, and it's hard to tell because the uh, the they do a good job with the filters here, at least on my end. But it's completely red and dry in a couple spots, and I I don't know what to do anymore. It's like for it no reason. Well, I suspect a reason. I started using a new uh, hair treatment about a month ago. And I started telling myself that this was some kind of uh, side effect of the, of the treatment that there was, you know, dry, irritated skin side effect. And so of course, what do I do? I, I sent a message in the dermatology office's portal. Classic, classic doesn't want to, doesn't want to call the office. Doesn't want to speak to a human. I'm the exact same way. Just minimal resistance. You know what? I think in this case they're to blame. They hate the they hate the communication. They want you to go to this stupid portal. Fucking Clara is the name you, of the portal. You never get the doctor. You get like the medical assistant who's relaying like the same generic information they would say to everybody. So I I've done this before and with the same I've been going to this doctor for the last year for a variety of things, dermatology related. And so before, when I had a question, I I was told to send a picture of my question in this chat. And it's what if like, it's like on your groin? Well, that may or may not have been the case. Can't confirm or deny. They could use that as revenge porn. <laughs> you leave their practice. Mariah Mills. Mariah Mills. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. But it's like, again, with the... With the doctor, you got to do what you got to do, right? There's, you have no choice, but with, it's just like, do does the admin person need to see that? And so I, every time I asked them, everybody in the office, it's circulating. (laughs) Yeah. They know, they know what everything looks like. And so I, I, I ping them and I'm like, can I ask the doctor a question? And they're like, yeah, just know that he only works Monday through Wednesday and he may not get back to you till how old is this guy? working at? He's young. He's, he's like 40. What is he doing? It's a, it's a nice life. It's a dermatologist. It's like the dream doctor job. You don't work crazy hours and you get paid really well, but you should be working daily. I don't know what's up on Thursdays and Fridays. And then I'm sure with the, with the holiday coming up for the listeners are recording on Sunday night uh, before the 4th of July. You think he's working tomorrow? Ironically, he got back to me. And this is where maybe I need to find a new doctor. He gave me the same generic advice and, and then scared me in the process. Like the, the two for two, the two things you can't do as a doctor is give advice that you've already given and then scare a patient for no reason. You just can't do that in my book. He told me to use a shampoo that I've already been using for the last year. Like that doesn't do anything for me. And then he goes, if this continues, you may be allergic to the medication. And in that case, there's a problem. And it's like, don't put, don't put in my head. I didn't have in my head that I was potentially allergic to the medication. I feel like if you're allergic to the medication, it's a problem right away. 
this was not a problem right away. It just happened after a few weeks. And now it's one of those things where if I don't touch it, it's fine. But as Can soon you go as out in public, like, do you look like a monster? I can't. No, tell. I don't. No, no, I. That's the thing. I don't. But it also doesn't look great. Like, it looks like I need to pour a bath of moisturizing cream on my face, which I've been doing like w- do you twice look like, a day. Do you look like after a night of drinking? No, that's the thing. His his was the whole face. His was like his whole face was red. This is just like it, it's like red here, red here, and red there. Everything else is fine. It, it's not. And then what are they going to do? You know how much the last appointment cost? The last appointment cost three hundred dollars. Luck, I met the deductible, so I didn't pay anything out of pocket. Oh, but they cares? bill. I, I know who cares, but it's like. It's just from a commercial standpoint for them. It's it's my time, right? Shout out to our friend IK uh, or Ismo. I'm I'm not even bleeping this out. Fuck that. I can't. Those. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to. Uh, okay, that might have to get bleeped That's out. Okay. It's fine. Ismo, this for the listeners. This guy's never going to listen to this, and if he does, <laughs> fuck this he'll, guy. He'll he'll respect the hustle. He'll respect the hustle. This is a guy who. Used to play tennis with us. Uh, Pretty good. And he's he just loves he doubles partners with David Dobrik in high school. Shout out David yeah. Dobrik. We'll tag yeah. him. We'll, Should we tag him both? <laughs> just Dobrik. See if see if we get some love from him. I almost golden matched you, but now it doesn't matter because you have a million times as much money as I have. But that's <laughs> do you really almost golden match him? Yeah, I felt bad. I felt so bad. How many don't points? feel bad anymore. Like two in each set, I want to say, or maybe, or maybe like one in the first and and like two or three in the. Did second. Did you get tight at like four zero that you like really wanted it? Again, I was soft and I felt really bad for this guy because he seemed like the nicest, most innocent really nice. kid. He was kid really nice. Either and his name was David too. Like just really soft. I'm you know, it's so funny. Everyone in like the influencer community thinks he's like so good at tennis. And we don't like, respect him whatsoever. No, as a tennis player, not at all. I mean, great guy. And yeah, hundred. Is he a great guy? He's a nice he used guy. To, I mean, he used to be a nice guy. I don't know about those. everybody. If whoever gets famous, they're gonna have conflict. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, there's nothing you can do. However famous you get, but like, yeah, he was a, he was a nice guy. Um, anyway, but back Karen. to his doubles partner, Ismo. So this guy is just loves the or used to love the nurse grind, and we would watch he got into the whole motivational videos gary v grant cardone for those of you who partake i learned about both of them from him through him yeah and he would do these one minute hits and segments not too dissimilar from what we post on tiktok every night trying to motivate people and we were in college this was i guess this was after our our worst days they were behind us but it wasn't that much it wasn't that much of an improvement so he would make these videos and we'd get fake motivated and laugh about them because he'd record them in his car when it was like negative eight degrees outside. And, uh, and so he's wanting to be a DJ and, uh, first billionaire, billionaire EDM producer. Sorry. And, uh, for whatever reason, didn't see him in the lineup when, uh, Martin Garrix was in town a couple weeks ago when I went with my boys, I think he's still doing it. I don't know if he's still doing nursing, but he, yeah, I, he's he's doing something, but Academy. What's it called? Heat Academy. Heat That's Academy. Like the, with oh, the, the what's in the, Detroit? 
Gene Orlando is in it now. Shout out Michigan State. Gene Orlando used to come to to my doubles matches, and he really liked me and asked if I wanted to come to Michigan State and uh, walk on. And my dad was like, no, no. <laughs> Why not? What was wrong with Michigan State? I mean, just educationally, it was a large that's, step down from where we were aiming at Colgate, Carlton, you know, not going to yeah. mention where we ended up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, why did I mention Ismo again? The the point is I'm dollar deductible. Yeah, it's it's just they want they, oh time is money. So, <laughs> so there we go. There, circle. It there it is. The Gary V. Grand Cardone Ismo time is money. So uh, like I have to carve out an hour and a half out of my day to make appointments with this guy for him to tell me, oh, you didn't have an allergic reaction. Just put some more cream on it. Like that's a waste of my time. And sure. Yeah. I don't care if they get another 300 bucks, but the guy called me, the doctor called me from a, a, a telephone in Connecticut, three hours away. I looked up the, you know, how they show the cities in, in the missed calls. Yeah. Yeah. And which those are like always wrong. I'm Hinsdale. Whenever I call I'm Hinsdale, Illinois. <laughs> now where we grew up Within an uh, hour anyone anyone anyone's checking <laughs> yeah so i i don't want to go back and i'm just going to be stubborn and i mean i don't know it's like drink water i i need to and it doesn't look great for like it's fine to go out in public but like if i'm going on a date it doesn't look great that's going to think you're like super nervous the whole time no, she's going to think I have a bad skincare routine, which is a red flag for for a lot of women. I don't want I don't want to be given off that. Is thing. it really? It's it's a nice to have. I think they I never like. I didn't they, know. They like I didn't it. know washing your face was a thing until I met Hannah. I never washed my face a day in my life. But just I get like splash it with water, or oh, you need to do that when I shower. Like I just shower, but I, I never like soaped my face. I never like went to the sink and went like this. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. And now I'll get like, cause it's so hot here in the summer, I'll get like some random zits pop up from like the sweat and I'll, you know, I start washing my face like maybe once or twice a week, I'll wash my face like with soap. But other than that, nothing. Speaking of hot, we should get to our respective apartment corners cause my AC just went out. No way. Like, like so for the listeners, before we started recording, I was I was off camera uh, while we were waiting to log on, and literally as I was sitting here waiting for you to join, I walked over and heard like a loud like creaking noise, and I I was thought it was coming from another unit because it feels like there's been somebody moving in and out on my floor every every single week recently, and I realized it was coming from the unit, and it was like a pretty obnoxious sound. And so I go, went in. Um, go call emergency maintenance and check yourself into the Ritz. Yeah, and 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 see if if uh, renters it's insurance it's called emergency cover. maintenance. Like mm-hmm. the backstory uh, on last week's show, I I discussed how the, our AC went out and we went. We ended up going to a hotel, and I thought that would be reimbursed. Obviously, right when your AC goes out in the middle of the night and you can't go to sleep, it's unsafe for your child to sleep. You get reimbursed for your one night at the courtyard for $175. Simple. Um, 
So I couldn't get it through renter's insurance because 250 deductible per claim. So I had to go straight to the management. And I mean, we had so many issues with management. I thought they would just be easy. I send the email, send the receipt, like reimburse this. Thank you. She goes, did you call emergency maintenance? I go, now, you know what? I'm going to read the email. Obviously I did not call emergency maintenance. What the fuck? Um, obviously I did not call emergency maintenance cause it was midnight and we had to go. So like, it would take so long to fix it. So she responds, I'm sorry, Andrew, but we will not be able to reimburse you since you did not call our service. I go, very reasonable response from me here, by the way. That can't be the only alternative. Could you at least please send this up for management? Shot. We were not in a position to wait, and it would not have been safe to let our baby sleep in 85-degree heat. Surely there are some safeguards for this in place. Had I known the rules, I would have just placed a call on the way to a hotel, but I think we both know how silly that is. She bluntly responds, I reached out to did not approve your request. Do you think she Do you think she even reached out? No, absolutely not. And I respond, I'm not going to cause chaos over $175. Backstory, I caused a lot of chaos about a year ago. Rightfully so. And I got $10,000 out of them because they're the worst. You actually but got 10000 Yeah. Not from them, but from, from insurance. insurance. Okay. From them, I got like three. I don't know. It was... Um, I go, I'm not going to cause chaos over $175, but do you see the human perspective here? And this, I shouldn't have said this. I hate feeling like I'm the only one living in crazy land. We got home at 1030. The AC was broken. The baby needed to go to sleep. It took a maintenance guy awesome all day on Monday to fix the AC. I'm not kidding. He got there at nine. It wasn't fixed until five or 6 p.m. Took him eight or nine hours. It took on Monday to fix the AC. What were we supposed to do? Stay awake through the night after calling emergency maintenance. There's... No logic here. None. Well, emergency maintenance would have called him and then we would just stare at him while he's fixing it. All night. Yeah. All night while the baby is just like prior eyes fucking open. Like there's no logic to this. Why? Uh, why shouldn't you have like, said that? Why shouldn't you? You said what you said. The, I know the, the the crazy land thing. It's is, like you. It's like you swore at her. Should have. It doesn't. It doesn't get me anywhere. It's just crazy. Like it's so stupid. Like she, they hate me and I get why they hate me, but they have ruined our life. Like they ruined our life last year, straight up for two months, ruined our life. Did she respond to that? No. What was she going to say? Like, she knows I'm not going to do shit. Oh, like, so that's, that's just the end of the conversation. That's the end of the conversation. Not, she doesn't opine on anything. Yeah. Next time I go up to the golf simulator, still she's going to peek through a fucking curtain and, and that's that. Isn't that insane? They have no like duty or obligation and how to, about, like, to top it off the next day simple right i know how to replace a light bulb i've replaced <laughs> a thousand light bulbs okay we have a few light bulbs out i put in a maintenance request not to come and replace them but which they've done many times but to bring me new light bulbs that match the set that's their job you're the landlord that's happened is that for like the overhead lighting? In basically? the bathroom, right, right behind me. In the bathroom, it's like four light bulbs. Yeah, um, like over the sink, over the vanity, and um, I've done the five, six like maintenance requests for light bulbs before. Never a problem. Usually they drop. I tell them like just drop it off at the front door. Like don't come inside. No need. I'll change them. She goes, "Hi, Andrew. I received your maintenance request for the light bulbs. We no longer replace light bulbs." However, if you order them, we can come install them for you. I'm sorry? Which is the exact opposite of what you want. Who d- who needs – I swear to God, I think I could give my four-year – she's six. 
Okay, I give my four what my six year old niece when she was two, I could give her a light bulb, and I think if I held her up high enough, she could screw it. She could screw it on. Yeah, it's insane that the landlord is doing budget cuts on light bulbs. They refuse to replace light bulbs, and they have the audacity to say, "We'll come and put them in for you." Also, don't they want like a uniform set of light bulbs being used across every single unit? When we leave, I'm gonna. I'm going to put in like some neon purple light bulbs for them. They, they're, the never, they're never going to check. I want them showing the unit and I want when they, they turn the, they turn the lights on and it's purple and it's in your face. And you know what? You know what else? I would like write in like, it, this is actually a really good idea. I would write in urine on the wall, like scene, <laughs> uh, write something in urine on the wall. Like, uh, I don't know, F you or go die or something and have a purple light that when they flick it on, but a purple light that when you turn on, it like shows that it's like a, like a blue light, like, um, like what the police use. When they I, know, I know you only see urine or blood or other bodily fluids in that setting. So they're the worst. We could do apartment corner every week, but I don't know. I just, I think they're insane. And I hate that we like it here so much because the office management you're doing it to yourselves and they're paying people to do reviews, to give them positive reviews. Cause they've had so many bad reviews. They're giving out gift cards for positive reviews and they censor my review. Bastards. That's unacceptable. I mean, what's going to happen with my, I mean, what if I have the same AC situation that you do? Is that my whole 4th of July is ruined basically right to the Ritz. I mean, Call emergency maintenance. I just can't, I can't wrap my, wrap my mind around that, but you can't see my legs, right? I was actually Googling something right now. No, I can't see. Anything. I just kicked if I, if I, if I saw them, I, I clearly would have made a comment like, like oh, I did. Oh, just, I just saw a couple of toes. There's a toe. No. <laughs> Heel to toe. Heel to toe. Uh, I'm going to throw a blanket over. I'm cold. The AC is working way better than it was before now, by the way. Okay, so, of course, because they probably did a, a refurbish or whatever. They did. They refilled the, the cooling fluid. Now, uh, there you go. So, fuckers. Let me finish. So, I actually hear the AC working right now. So, maybe we're okay. I don't know. Um, but then I also had a, a little a little thing earlier this week where there was some kind of... Um, uh, renovations being done for some sort of unit. And I show up, I was in the elevator coming back from work coincidentally with the community manager, not the community manager, the service manager. And we get out of the elevator and my, my room is right directly in front of the elevator bank, which sucks, but is what it is. And in front of my room are two giant like heaps of stuff. One's got these like hardwood planks that they put in, like when they put in new hardwood floors, just a bunch of planks and then a cart with a bunch of DeWalt power tools on it. Shout shout out DeWalt if you want to sponsor us. And they're both standing, they're both standing directly in front of my door, like not to the side, not on the other side of the hallway, like in front of the door of your apartment, of my apartment. Like to the point where I have to move both to walk in the door. I see. And it's just like, 
and again, the, this isn't the building. These are contractors that are coming in and they just, they don't give a shit. They just left the stuff there. And again, this doesn't take a lot of time or effort. I could have just moved it. Of course I did to open the door. And then I walk out as they're outside. And the, the service manager previously told me by the elevator, he told me, um, it's not for you. It, it's for another unit. And I'm thinking, if it's not for me, why is it in front of my door? And then I, I walk out and I actually felt bad because the person that was helping the contractors was one of the doormen who I, I, I like him, but he was like helping them out, telling them where to move the stuff. And I look at him and he's, you know, he gives me the standard high, whatever. And I, and I, and I look at all of them and I'm like, does this have to be in front of the door? Just the most petty, unnecessary thing I could have said Did in that situation. Him? Such a Karen, such a Karen. And, and they like scurry to move the stuff out of the way, even though they're already in the process of, they're of just leaving. like, yeah, I just made a scene for no reason around you. Yeah. Serving you. Okay. That's, they're not serving me. It's for another unit. I know, but it's they're like, serving your attitude. It's, it's my, anyway, here's the last apartment piece. I'm going to read a review. Um, by by someone who has had terrible so my my building has a 4.3 stars on google 60 reviews but we have a new person who who recent review three months ago he goes echo similar reviews found below terrible experience with the property manager at I have lived in this building for about a year and have had positive experiences with the maintenance and concierge teams. I can't speak to that. He goes, they're all wonderful. Recent addition to the team has been a huge disappointment. Her inability to connect with the tenants and lack of people skills are evident in the way she talks and treats tenants. By the way, there's like a social party in three days with music and drinks on the roof. You think anyone's going to show up to that? Still me we had a pool party here a few weeks ago we walked by it i was like i'd rather i was thinking of things i'd rather do than go to that pool party and getting like a testicle removed was one of them oh my God. management team was quick to issue violations without giving appropriate warning or chance to remediate the issue this one i got a noise complaint filed against me when i wasn't home was issued two violations from the building, which could have been easily addressed through effective communication from management. What do you think this guy is doing? Think he's smoking weed or something? Uh, non-smoking and pets related. And um, they responded. The owner responded, says, we're very sorry to hear you feel this way. Our team strives to provide the best apartment living experience possible. And we regret any instances or interactions that may have not met expectations. It's just, it's all a farce. At least they're, at least they're um, responding and they're not shadow banning these posts, but I, I don't. can't every, every response to a bad review. Mine got shadow banned on Google. Every one of their responses. Hi James. We have no record of you living here. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Did we ever talk about the note left on the door? We never did. No, that was, that was I from the rundown, the rundown uh, a couple shows ago. Go ahead. I was, I was here. Um, I'll let you tell the story and then I'll give you my reaction. I, I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Like, am I crazy? I feel like everything, every single thing I say, same thing with the apartment. Like, is it, am I crazy or is this not normal? A few weeks ago, I opened the door and I see a note on the door and I opened the note and I should probably read it. Um, 
Oh. I think you sent me a picture of it. Yeah. Hold on. That's bad podcasting. Uh, I'll just type in downstairs in photos and it'll pop it up. There we go. Okay. I open the door and I find this note on the door. Hi there. We are your downstairs neighbors and we just wanted to kindly ask if it is after 10 p.m. on a weeknight to, if at all possible, make your footsteps a little quieter. We do get up for work at around 6 a.m. Welcome to the fucking club. So we are usually in bed by 930 and we have a box fan that we turn all the way up, which I am assuming is to drown me out. But unfortunately, we have still been woken up by footsteps. We know this can be frustrating of us to ask, but any effort on your part would be greatly appreciated. Please feel free to let us know if there's anything we can do in return. My original thoughts were really polite. Like for how this could have been written really polite, because I'm sure they're angry. Like there's nothing to be angry about. My upstairs neighbor is fucking loud too. Like I, I, do have heavy footsteps. just could be the thin thinness of the walls it's the thin walls well. like yeah i have heavy footsteps and i have flat feet so yeah i'm sure it's loud <laughs> i but, love it i think they'd love that response hey guys i'm flat-footed <laughs> what you can't actually expect me to remember to tiptoe every night what is the <laughs> what am i supposed to do set a reminder for 9 30 every night like hey tiptoe and <laughs> um the we wake up for work at six a.m. Like, hey, me too, right? Like, let's not. You're not. I, you're not going to get any sympathy there. You're, yeah, me too. Okay, and I have loud shit happening all the time. I hear my upstairs neighbor all the time. The, my favorite was, please feel free to let us know if there's anything we can do in return. I had half of mine, like as a joke, to come downstairs, be like, Venmo me fifty bucks. <laughs> I'll be quiet. That's like, that's like, if you're ever having IT trouble at work and like there's nothing you can do except like complain to them. And then you end the email with, please let me know if I can troubleshoot anything on my end. It's like, you're not going to troubleshoot anything. You're just saying it as a courtesy because it's the only way to end the email. That's, that, that's, what, that's what this was from, from this person. Here's my initial reaction. I, I didn't think you were moving at all after 10 p.m. Like, I, I thought you guys go to bed early. Like you're, You put your daughter to sleep pretty early. And then, at least last time I visited, you guys are toast by 9.15. Here's what happens. Like, I... Little midnight snack? No, we'll put her down. We'll put her down at, like, 7. And then most of them, like, I'll do dishes and, like, we'll clean up. And we're, we're like, still after 9 o'clock. The only movement is to, like get a bottle of water and go to the bathroom. And I probably do like two or three bathroom trips. This is in, you're still in the bedroom or you're, or you're hanging out by the no, TV. The bedroom's fine. Cause it's carpet. Yeah. I would assume the bedroom's fine. I would assume. So she's talking car. about the living room. I would assume so. Cause it's okay. hard. Um, okay. So like I'll sit on the couch until like 10 30, 11 and like, I'll go to the bathroom two or three times. I'll get up, brush my teeth. Like, but like, I'm not, doing laps like there are a few trips to the bathroom and maybe one to the kitchen to get some strawberries like and that's it <laughs> you know? it's healthy it's only healthy I'm, I'm so disciplined now i'm down so much in weight that's excellent yeah i bought some mixed greens from whole foods today to try to, to try to Lens. clean my clean my act up you should do I, uh you should do carnivore i bet it'll yeah we've uh, skin issues clean we've, it up we've talked about it i I can't, I can't figure it out because I feel like I'm doing more cardio than ever and I'm still not, not seeing the kind of improvements that I, that I want to see. And then what happens is I do cardio. I feel really good after the fact. 
I'm hungry, right? You need to replace the calories. And then I eat something that's not like today I got home from a long run and I ate uh, sushi and some leftover wings. And then I just fell asleep on the couch watching a replay of Ricky Fowler win the rocket mortgage because I was just out of it. Weight loss is a myth. Have you heard this? Like it obviously works, but like, let's say you run it. I, the more, the more I, read about it, the more I feel like it's like so heavily skewed toward diet. Like that's oh, it's all diet. Yeah. It's all diet. Like it's 80, 20, maybe. I've I mean, I've, like, I've had my fair share of weight fluctuations, right. right? It's all diet. doesn't matter how much you work out. Like, yeah, you'll get stronger and like, you'll look better, but you're and healthy. Like cardio is good for your, like your cardiovascular health, like Fighting you know, off even like, diseases, even like lifting yeah. weights. Like so, apparently, what I understand from what I understand now is weightlifting will actually burn more calories over like twenty four hours because you'll continue to burn calories even after, after you're done lifting. Whereas cardio, it's a hard stop. But none of that matters if you're eating like shit. Like it's all diet. Like there's no amount of like you can maintain eating shit and exercising, but you can't make Improve. change. Yeah. Eating shit and exercising. Yeah, and the and the only the only way that eating shit and and maintaining without exercising is if you have insane metabolism, which I know some people who do, but uh, I don't think you or I have that gift. Try the carnivore. I just that it'll help your. I just uh, I feel like when I okay doctor. No, I like this isn't this isn't me being kooky. Like, yeah, there are some kooky guys on Instagram, but like. There are certain like autoimmune things that it helps, like an elimination diet. It helps so much because you find I guarantee there are things that like you're eating that you don't even think about that like that trigger- are so bad for you. Yeah. Like when even which is so crazy to me, Chipotle. I get like this healthiest thing from Chipotle. I don't get rice, I don't get beans, I just get meat. What do you get? Meat? I just get chicken, fajita veggies, chicken or steak, fajita veggies, uh guac, a little bit of cheese, some sour cream, salsa. Uh, and lettuce, and that's it. In a but tortilla, or no in a tortilla. bowl? No, in a bowl. Oh, okay. But like, there's no carbs, but it's cooked in um, this oil, like a vegetable oil, that's like super inflammatory, and it's so bad for you. And everything is like everywhere you go to eat, it's cooked in that. The only place you won't get that is if you cook at home. Like that's the only, and it's super super inflammatory. It's becoming like a a known thing now that that's not good, but. Are we becoming a health and fitness podcast? I sound like a conspiracy guy, but just look up seed oils. No, you. We've talked about this. I, I'm, I'm totally with you. It's just, it's so hard. Like, I don't know. It's just the like, guy with like three chins on camera. No okay, well, you're trying. You I mean it's, it's, it's not like I just. What I struggle with is when I'm hungry, I have a hard time saying no to myself. That's that's my that's my biggest and and. And sure, I, I'll eat like, I think the, there were a couple of weeks ago, I went out to dinner on a Monday night, went to a nice restaurant and I got like a chicken salad, which is a great choice, but I'm not, it doesn't fill you up. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. The, it like, it has worked a lot. I mean, I've lost like almost 40 pounds doing, I mean, I lost like 60 pounds five years ago doing keto and, but I did it like in a really like bad way. I thought I was dying like many times, but now like I just will eat a bunch of like a ton 
of meat and eggs and like you get pretty full and like I'll eat fruit. Like I still eat a lot of fruit. Um, and you know, I feel pretty good. And like some dairy, like I'll have like Tvorog. Um, I love cheese. Cottage cheese. Cottage cheese is not Tvorog. Yeah, Uh, it is. No, Tvorog is, um, farmer's talking in the mic, Billy. (laughs) Tvorog is farmer's cheese. Cottage cheese. I don't know what it is. Tvorog is farmer's cheese. Look it up. Look up farmer's cheese. You'll see it's Tvorog. Um, it's like made from kefir. Cottage cheese is something else. We've, I'm just telling you, we've called cottage cheese Tvorog for my whole life. Really? Yeah. I'm, we may be wrong. I'm not saying we're you, right. You are, wrong. You. Um, you are <laughs> wrong. Here, I'll tell you. Let's see what cottage cheese. It might say it is. It might be like a different form of it, but. Let's see, farmer. They might, they might both be Dorog. Um, I always, my parents always called cottage cheese cottage cheese, and <laughs> that's not an answer. <laughs> no, I know, but have you ever had like? Maybe we're thinking of the same. Are you talking about like what looks like it has like little beads in it? Yes. Hold on. Here, I'm gonna look look up Lifeway Farmer's Cheese. This is so bad for the podcast, but we just need to get to the bottom. We need to get to the bottom of this. Look up Lifeway Farmer's Cheese and tell me if that's what it looks like to you. No, that's okay. not I've not called Tvarok that. Okay. So this stuff, I love I, I don't mind kind of cheese, but I love this stuff. It's made from kefir. My mom made it for me when she was here. Um, but are you saying, so what are you saying that you currently like? You, do you like farmer's cheese or do you I like, like cottage farmer's cheese? cheese. Farmer's okay, cheese. You like farmer's cheese. Okay. Try it. You'll love it. I'm sure you've had, have you had Zipikanka? Don't know what that is. You've never had Zipikanka? I, I, maybe I did, but I don't, I don't know what you're referring to. It's like a it's so high- bad. It's, we were doing so well. <laughs> Just fucking <laughs> destroying you know what's our. Crazy? What's now, crazy? tell me if Google's listening. Somehow, my my computer is listening. I type in Z A P in the search bar to type in yeah. Zapikanka, right? Uh-huh. And the first thing that comes up is Zap American American Gladiators, and the second thing is Zapikanka before Zappos. Before Zapata Falls, before Zaps Chips, Zapikanka. Do you think it associates farmer's cheese somehow with me typing in an English translation of a word? Let me – do you want me to try? I'm going to try the same thing. Yeah, type in Zapikanka and see if you've seen it. Okay, so I, I type in Z-A and the first thing that I get was Zatar Cottage Cheese. So that's already one. Oh, my God. So I have Zatar. I have just Z-A. I have Zatar cottage cheese, whatever that is. My number two is Zara. My third is Zazzle online marketplace, and then third is Zepikanka cottage cheese. I wonder how mine is not Zara with all of the shit from Zara Hannah buys. <laughs> and then I have, if I do Zap, I have Zappos first, and then as it Zipikanka. should, you type in Zap, you should get Zappos. This so have is... you seen it? Look at it. Have you seen Zipikanka? I don't. I don't eat this stuff. 
I've n- I'm not a pie. I'm not a big. It's not pie sweet. Or... That's what's awesome. Like it's it's like a cheesecake, but like it's very unsweet. Like you see all of this bells and whistles on here that you're looking at with the with the. Um... I mean, it looks great. Yeah. I just don't know if it tastes good. At least what's wrong with my. Um, what's happening? Jam. Jam. Uh-huh. Say what's the word? I. In Russian. Yeah. Um, it's killing me. Like I know it, obviously. <laughs> I'm uh, thinking Svetlana for sour cream. No, no, it's I, not no, ikra. It's not ikra. Our Belgian <laughs> listeners right now are yelling it into the mic. <laughs> I was about to say mice, just like schmear. Um. How do you say jam? This is gonna this is gonna bother me. It's gonna kill me. I'm gonna just type it in. Uh, no, before we type it in. Um, oh my god, so embarrassing. So bad. You know what I had to do to think that I had to have a conversation in my head. I had to put myself. Namajne, in- Exactly. Oh God. That was the worst five minutes of this podcast we've ever done. And that's saying something. Are, is our, are our metrics getting any better? No, that's no. Right. Here's, here's a, you know, we shouldn't be saying that. Cause I, so I, I listened to this, uh, this podcast, not going to shout it out. Cause, uh, we don't want to pr- promote other platforms yet unless we partner, but, and this guy's not I close to partnering it. with us, but um, yeah, this guy is a liberal guy, so it would be a good potential uh, clash between him and uh, and Walsh. But but Walsh, yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going back to the to the OG. So he he said you need to create scarcity value in your product. So if we're telling people that our number one market is Brussels, Belgium, that's not exactly creating scarcity value for our pro- for our product. Now. We don't have the pull to go on Patreon yet, but um, is there any way we could just like post a TikTok clip? Like, shout out to we just reached our thousandth subscriber. Like, shout out to our thousandth subscriber. Like, just lie to people and get. But it's it's so easily visible. Is it visible? How many subscribers we have to the podcast? Yeah. Oh no. Those are TikTok followers, but 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 we can't identify a specific subscriber. That's a violation of shout of, out of privacy. Shout, shout out to someone our in Belgium. Thousand subscribers <laughs> in in our big markets: New York City, Los Angeles, Houston, Chicago. Just name the four biggest, most populated areas in the country. Appreciate you all. This is the road to 5,000. We hope to be there by next week. Thank you all for the love. It's not a bad idea. Um, it's just marketing, just uh, dirty marketing. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, I know we joke about bad podcasting, but this is just like we were saying, it's 80-20 diet versus fitness for weight loss. This is 80 marketing. 20 content. No like one's I, listening. No one is on the audio right now, 50 minutes deep into this podcast. Like, God, these guys are fucking hilarious. 
I mean, if you are, if you are, and it's Belgium or it's Coco, you have to shout us out. Like, please. contact us, please. Just, just oh, let wait, us hold know. on. Are we crazy? Hold on. Remember how we did a mailbag that that um, that tweet or that TikTok somehow got as much following as some of our recent posts. I'm going to check. If we have any mailbag submissions right I now, I looked at our email. Well, I get notifications for our email. So shit. Yeah. There's no problem adding an extra source of notifications for our two cynics pod at gmail.com because we don't we get, have, we haven't got an email in, in like five days. <laughs> the last email was TikTok analytics, new yeah. followers, new views. And the one before that was your receipt from Twitter. And welcome to the team from Fubo from when I did a free trial on Fubo to watch the semifinals of the French Open. <laughs> this Wimbledon's, was a month ago. Wimbledon tomorrow, ESPN Plus, finally. I know, I'm excited. Uh, Wait, is it all on ESPN? ESPN and ESPN too, yeah. Thank God. It's just not the same as it used to be because I'm not home like during the day. It's a bummer, but I'm going to try to stay pretty involved with it um, this time around. And you know what's the worst part? What's what? the best day for me to watch the a, any actual meaningful tennis before the semis and finals? What's the best day for me to watch? You're asking me. Yeah. Like just think logically, what is the best day for me and the casual consumer to watch Wimbledon Sunday next Sunday? The one that they don't play on. Okay. This is, this is just a bad look for you. Cause they, that thing, that, that uh, tradition is over. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They they they're casual. done with that they're done with that old scheduling. They got rid. You know of that's it. so funny. They totally like caved their traditions to ratings. <laughs> that's all it is. It's like next thing you know, you're not gonna have to wear white because it's better for ratings. So it's still all white for Wimbledon. Um, the last twenty minutes are just gone. <laughs> Thirty minute every, podcast. Every, I I tell you, so we we talked about a, apartment uh, corner. I have one final follow on that's not related to to me. I have a friend who wants to take his old apartment to small claims court for two hundred fifty dollars that they didn't give back in his security deposit for some some kind of smidge on a wall or something, and he wants to take them to small claims court, and then. I was interacting with a lawyer or an aspiring lawyer uh, that evening who was trying to advise him not to. And then I, I, I came in, Mr. Cool guy. I was like, yeah, my friend wanted to rage war against his property management company. And the, and the general counsel did, did circles around him. It's not worth it. And I won, I won that situation. I took on the man and I won. But I mean, yeah, you did, you did win, but what did she win the day of the actual conversation? Like, what did she say to you in that conversation when you were like, Oh shoot, I don't have any other options. Oh, the legal counsel. Yeah. Yeah. She just made me feel like she just said that she's seen this a thousand times before. And like, I'm not going to get shit. And like, I should just call it because like this happens all the time and like this mold isn't bad and like it's this is nothing this is just a speck on the radar we're not even worried about it like you can move out like like they knew that they could outlast me financially which obviously is true. which is the exact same thing that this pseudo lawyer told my friend is that 
but but then but then you turn the tables on them to get your money back and to move to a new apartment at a discount. I found one decent person in their company, and I got her on the phone, and Corporate? she was she was like the interim. She was while well, was like out. She was covering for her, and she was so nice and like felt our pain. And like when I was talking to her, I was so emotional and angry. And when she was being so nice, like it like felt warm and like I like she could hear like my voice breaking when I was talking to her and I like almost started crying because it was so like nice to feel like somebody hope and like she cares and she was like I promise like I'll look into this for you and she helped like broker a very reasonable deal like my requests were unreasonable and their solution was unreasonable and she helped broker very you went to arbitration you went to arbitration i won i won this situation like hands down and they're afraid of me i am sure they're afraid of me are you going to resign for another year next april we already did it'll be next july so probably no i hope not i hope we can buy a house at that you're done you're saying you would be done with the next lease in july of 24 yeah, or maybe June I mean, of twenty four. We signed a I mean, fifteen month. I mean, that's not that far away, to be honest. It's a year. It's a year, it's enough time to hopefully save up thirty K. Yeah. I don't know. Um but it sucks that your friend had a security deposit. When we left um the every your security security deposit. Why are you whatever. <laughs> when, when we left uh we they billed me $500 for, um, God, this is like, uh, we're going to be ostracized. They billed me $500 for like, we lived there for three years for, um, they, to replace the carpets. And I was just like, absolutely not. Like, you're not going to replace the carpets for a new tenant after three years. I'm not paying for this. Like you were going to do it anyway. She's like, yeah, but there's pet urine. I'm like, I'm not paying this chick. Like, we're going to send this to collections. And they never did. Never sent to collections. And my fit this is my favorite story. And this people are going to hate me for, um, <laughs> and I had a OBGYN, just a GYN. I don't know. I just a doctor's appointment. Like, wow. Hey. This is the guy, he was telling me about all the pronunciations and now he's fumbling a little. No, bit. no. OB is like the obstetrics part, which is like the baby yes. part. GYN. And the gynecologist. But part. it's just called their OBGYNs, whatever. She yes. had a doctor's appointment like four years ago in Chicago. Um, and the copay was like a hundred bucks and they billed it to us. They invoiced us. Like we didn't have to pay there. And I never paid it. Like I just forgot. Like I just didn't remember to pay it. And I'm not kidding. Five years later, we still get texts like once a month. Hi, Hannah, your bill is about to be sent to collections. This is Eliza. Like, please pay it now to avoid (laughs) sending to collections. I'll work with you on a payment plan to get it down. And at this point, I refuse to pay out of principle because I know they're not going to send it to collect. I think it probably costs more to send it to collections than the hundred dollars or seventy five dollars she's going to get, or out the of monthly, us. or the monthly email to like email you guys. So I won that one. God, we're we're awful, awful, awful people who don't pay their bills. But I okay, I pay my bills. Or, your parents I, pay your medical bills. Okay, come on. Okay, don't. This Come is fifty fifty. No, I I pay some of the bills. I'm serious. Okay, but no, I what are I are you on your s- own insurance yet? Yes. Don't don't. This is like your buddy I, I'm and not pelling being, me right I'm now. I'm not calling your you buddy, buddy and pelling me right now. This is like when did you start? 
when I turned 26. Oh, <laughs> simple. Oh, I mean, this guy, this guy got on his, uh, on his own insurance yesterday and he's talking, come on. What I was going to say was, oh my God, I hate myself so much. This, this whole, this whole enterprise just makes me brings out the worst in me. It's, it's a parody. It's, it's a parody. I just keep telling myself it's a parody. My, my least favorite thing is when you go to a, a medical office and they ask for the card on file so that they can just charge you automatically. I always say no out of principle because my, really? my mom awesome. taught me to do that. And so then, annoying. and then, but, but what's more annoying is when they don't have like a good portal to like send you emails or give you a login to actually Comes make by mail. Yeah, exactly. And so there was, when I had my first uh, real bad sty in January and I went to like this first guy available. You just renamed the show, the Stye sh- podcast. Sh- shout out Dr. Uh, Scott Weissman. Awful advice uh, in Midtown East New York city. He, so I, I literally, and I knew, so I was eating into my deductible to, to pay for these appointments. Like I, I, it's, this was not covered. I mean, some of it was covered. No, none of it was covered. They were in network. So it was a little cheaper, but this was all out of pocket because it was out of this high deductible plan. And I literally, I went, I went to the receptionist desk after, and I'm like, I'm like, do you guys have a portal? Like, as I, I went to them like three different times, the first two were an emergency and the third time was a check-in. And she's like, Oh no, we'll we'll send you a bill. Like we'll send it to you. And I'm like, just don't pay it. I'm like, okay. And so, and so I forget about it. And then what do you know? I get a call out of the blue while I'm tanning at the pool on Memorial day weekend from this office being like, or it was like the Friday before. So they probably like, we're about to close the office of, Hey, you have an outstanding amount of $413 or whatever on, on your bill. And, and they kept calling every day. So I, I, they were like, send an email with the receipt, pay over the phone, blah, blah, blah. And I called them back or I didn't call them back. One time she was calling me while I was, I was at work and I picked up the phone because I, I knew the number. I recognized it by now. And I was like, I was like, excuse me, I've been traveling out of town for the last four days of your phone calls. Okay. When I have time, I will call you back and I will pay the bill. And she got so spooked on the other end of the phone. She was like, I'm so sorry. I, I, I didn't, I didn't mean it. It's like, and then I called her back and then. I pay you the next day and that's it. And it's over like transaction complete. So it's just, you're an awful person. I am. We both are. Oh. <laughs> one guy's saying, don't pay the bill. The other one's yelling at the receptionist. I mean, she called every single, like that's not how you chase someone. I guess, I don't know. It's up open debate to the cynics. How do you chase someone down who owes you money? I mean, I I've got a friend who, outstanding Venmo payments are sitting three, four weeks and the guy is not. And again, I look bad. If you need to check my Venmo. It's been 75 days. So they're supposed to resolve my case. <laughs> You're going to lose. They listen. I requested somebody $19 
and it's outstanding for three weeks. It's a bad look for me if I follow up on that, right? No, three weeks is ridiculous. But nine, nineteen dollars. Make- that that doesn't that make me sound poor? Like like I desperately need nineteen dollars. That is really annoying. Like we have a good system, you and I, because we're crazy about um, payments. Of like, you know, it, I I respond <laughs> within seconds that money is sent to you. No, that's that that's actually not what I was alluding to. I was I was referring to like. When we're on the rare occasion that we're together, it's a, like a mutual oh. understanding of like, hey, I got this, you got that. Like, Let's that's what with some. Pennies, like, yeah, exactly. We both like, do okay enough to be able to. And we, all, and we both do our own math. So there's no like, it's game theory, right? There's no incentive to try to yeah. like screw yeah. the other person over because it's just not going to work. And yeah, so. We both know that the other person is also counting. Right. And so I, my, my favorite is when, uh, instead of somebody, instead of asking them to like request you, they'll, they'll like look over at the bill and in their mind, they decide how much they owe you instead of like, instead of you doing the math. And, and a lot of people don't know how to add tax and tip into the, into the equation. And, and like, I've been jibbed five, 10 bucks here or there. And again, it's a bad look for me to be crazy about this stuff but it's just how hard is it that's a good ending point we'll clip that how hard is it okay thank you to cynics for listening to episode 11 uh we'll be back next week uh, you can always count on us to to be providing great content about how uh how some of our questionable thought processes are are progressing